Welcome to Adults Only Comedy Berlin. Today we have Dima Watermelon. Hey guys. <laughs> <laughs> yes, yes. Dima Watermelon is in the house. In the house. <laughs> in the house. <laughs> you were just saying that you could see me cringe at your uh, at your surname. You're like Watermelon is is my, how people know me, yeah. and you were like Anna. It's not cringe. Don't cringe. Don't be. Don't be like that. I like it. It's how I feel inside. How do you feel like a watermelon inside? No, I feel like uh, it's empty. It's a, lot of, <laughs> it's a lot of nothing, you know, like a lot, a lot of, of water. <laughs> a lot of mushy. A lot, yeah, a lot of water, a lot of this like consistency. No, but this is my surname. <laughs> my surname means watermelon in Arbuzin. Arbuz uh, means watermelon. Really? Yeah, literally. I didn't know that. Yeah, exactly. People don't know it and then they say, why is it watermelon? Like, no, there is a story behind it. I was just it. like, Dima's taken too many drugs. No, 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 no. <laughs> no, it's actually because my... Uh, so stage name, right? Arbuz was Ar Dima Arbuz. In mm -hmm. Arbuz I was writing like booze. Yep, like but then it was too complicated. People don't get it. Yep. And then it's like Arbuz for English speakers, mm -hmm. for you. <laughs> yes, I am an English speaker. <laughs> yeah, exactly. You said that with pity. You're like, like for you. No, no, but <laughs> just to give you an example. <laughs> we don't need to. Arbuz. Arbuzin, it's hard to pronounce, so it always goes like Dima Arbuz, Dima, you know, people mispronounce your surname, it's people don't understand in the audience what, who is this, like Dima, Dima is easy, but then, like, and then if you can go with any name in stage names, and watermelon, I thought about it, and it's a watermelon means, it, literally what it means, and it's a nice branding kind of, people will remember you. What, oh, people will definitely remember that. Yeah, exactly, Dima But I am going to start, like, if I bring you up on stage, I'll be like, watermelon. <laughs> no, you, you can know, I'm going to mispronounce you, yeah, watermelon. No, you, you can do whatever you want, I just, it's like. It won't make any difference because... <laughs> but what, what, like your family had something to... Oh, no, no, hold on, hold on. So your name, uh, you made it simpler, your surname, and so you made it simpler into the word for watermelon in Ukrainian or... or yeah. Yes. And that, but your actual surname isn't watermelon. It's like you simplified it to what sounds it's like watermelon. It's watermelon-ish. It's like the ending you add to make a surname. You know, like Johansson. So oh. son means that it's like son of Johan, but you're, in... You're son of watermelon. No, it's not. Yeah, exactly. So my, I don't know, my grand, 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 grandfather, he started growing watermelons, you know? <laughs> really? I don't know. I think it's people who are trading watermelons because this comes from the middle of Russia, from Siberia, ah. from that region. And, my father, and watermelon was like a... I think they didn't have watermelons, like people who were trading watermelons. But this is my assumption. Mm. I don't know what it means. Do you want to move here so you make less noise on the couch? Yeah, but I, it's not because, I just move. <laughs> I love, just like, oh, good. The, oh, good. Sorry. Like, like the action. <laughs> I like the action too. I, I'm just going to um, bring it back. Also, we started talking about something before we started recording, which was, I was, was I one of the first people on your podcast? Yeah, I think so. I mean, everyone was one of the first people on my podcast because there were like only six episodes. <laughs> <laughs> yes. So uh, it, everyone can relate, but I think, yeah, you were like second uh, or first, not first, but uh, third. So first or second or third, yeah, because I remember... Maybe um, third, yeah, third is good. I think I just started, like, I just bought the equipment for this one, which the equipment I'm not using at the moment, but um, but I remember when I came over to your apartment, I was very impressed by your apartment. Do you still live there? Yeah, I still live there. That's good. That's a great yeah. apartment. Um, and I remember you had the, whole set, had the whole setup and then you were like, Anna, I got you apple juice because uh, you you often like suck your teeth and I noticed that in your podcast, I had started my podcast, or I've noticed that in podcast episodes with you that you make this 
noise. I'm not going to edit that out, by the way. And so I got you apple juice because I researched it, Anna. And uh, if you drink apple juice, it should stop it. And then I was so self-conscious of making this noise. And But it was good because no one had ever talked about it before. And so now I, I, I make that noise very rarely in both podcasts and on stage. Uh, so yeah. thank you for making me self-conscious. Oh, yeah. No, no worries. <laughs> <laughs> No, I don't. I don't remember. Actually, yeah. Now I remember when you mentioned it. But yeah, I forgot it. But yeah, I think, yeah. Back then, when I was starting my podcast, because I was listening to myself, and mm-hmm. I noticed that I do a lot of like, eh, 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 mm-hmm. and then or, or some other noises or bad. Uh, so especially as a, not native English speaker. Yeah. So and it's really, you can hear it when you hear yourself. So I needed to edit it. So the idea was that to that I needed to research. You need to have a bit of lemon or apple juice or something like. Uh, I really thought you just did all of that to make me more like that. Apple juice wasn't this wasn't you, a solution. You thought it wasn't my mind game. So I threw, threw you off before the end. Like you're like some important politician and I want to like call you out. Like, like we will dig dig very deep, you know, to yeah. get what she's hiding. What she's what did Anna hide? I got her apple juice. I told her it was apple juice. No, it's not the deep it's like because i was yeah yeah listening to myself and i was doing this so then i was mm. kind of trying to because you're right if you don't do these noises you probably don't need to edit that much exactly exactly and then you become and it's easier to, for people to listen because no one wants to listen to shitty no like no and i think i have noticed a bit of a trend though or at least there's two i know that i used to do it a lot but also there's been two other australian uh, Australians, and I wonder if it's a, I think it's quite an Australian, like it's a huge generalization, but I think it might be a bit of an Australian thing to do, um, to sort of break up your speech with that, um, sucking teeth noise. And I think there, yeah, because a few other Mm. Australian people that I've, um, had on my podcast, I've needed to go through and edit it. Like they've done it so many times that it's been like, maybe maybe something was a tan position, you know, (laughs) (laughs) how you pronounce it. (laughs) Yeah. The Aussie, like, how do you call it? I think it's just part of, yeah, the speaking culture. Yeah, but everyone has a deal. Like some people say like a lot, Mm -hmm. but I usually, I have something, but I change it every time okay so if a but no it depends on what mm-hmm. i was inspired lately or if i hear someone i don't know it's like you yeah know. i definitely say like more often than i'd like to like or but no or um, you know what i mean you know what i mean or yeah like, yeah yeah you well know. you hear it with hosts for example you'll hear someone say oh, amazing or beautiful or excellent you know a lot when they're doing crowd work and but this is a difference also when you do like uh, yeah hosting or even stand up mm. this is a difference which yeah. separates like really good act from like some like open Okay. Micer comedian who just doing you like you can see the you can cut half of this ah you know guys so yeah. anyway and then you, it it feels like tight even though it's the same jokes absolutely but because it's so precise and condensed Lean. yeah, yeah. so yeah. it's there is flow to it so it's it, it, mm-hmm. it, you you, you uh, accept it better cutting the fat is super important but uh, but yeah I just felt like that was a nice little you know closing the circle me making you move on the couch so you're making less noise with the couch. Same with my my my, <laughs> my mouth clicks. Now it's all it's all been done. Nice, nice, nice. Yes. So you were in New York recently doing stand up in New York. Yes, yes. That's it, so I was. exciting, dude. Uh, that was cool, but also no. That was that was yeah. That was fun experience. So I wanted to go to see how it's done in America. In America. Basically, but no. I just saw very cheap tickets on like Friday. Oh yeah. 
Yeah, so you can now fly to New York, I think 100 euros one what? way. What? Yeah, but it, without baggage. So my tickets were, I think, 400 both ways. But it's like with a meal included already and with baggage, so it, like you can get a cheaper option. Okay, okay, but 400 return? Yeah, return. Wow, that's so good. Exactly, exactly. And I was like, yeah, I, I, I knew that I will. I won't have like a day job this time, so mm -hmm. I can go there and check it out and then... Mm -hmm. I already had US visa from before. Oh, really? Which I got like for 10 years uh, in 2016 back. Fuck yeah. And I just went there once, so I knew, okay, I want to use my visa because it's still running. And then now I do stand up, so I've never been to New York. And check it, check it, You know, there are since words. <laughs> Tickets. Tickets is cheap tickets, right? Tickets, yeah, tickets are cheap, so it was like, okay, and I wanted to, to, to go check it out, the city, so it was like all aligned, and I had an opportunity to go there. So. Pra, pra, pra. When you say you had a visa for the US, is that just entry, or could you also work there? No, no, it's tourist visa. Okay, okay, okay. So, okay. No, just visiting. Yeah. Uh, and then, yeah, you, you go, I went for months, because it's cheaper, you can sublet a room. Oh, yeah? Yeah, yeah, for months. And it's like not, you don't need to pay for a hotel, hostel. Or that's like, true, that's true. Can, so you could sublet a room. I, you like in Berlin, it's the same. You go to the Facebook or some like Craigslist. I suppose, yeah. Well, I whenever I sublet it, I always just did it through Airbnb. Yeah, I, in the end, I found it through Airbnb. But mm -hmm. usually, if you sublet directly from Craigslist, the price is cheaper. Yeah. But Airbnb also but has But you the might same. also die, you know. <laughs> no, I mean, you can see usually, yeah. It's a lot of scams there, but you can also yeah. feel that when it's real. I don't know, I was subletting my apartment quite a lot through Facebook and it was it was never any problem. Really? Yeah, because Airbnb it's like, you know, it's kind of illegal, you know. Yeah, you yeah, yeah. Whereas Facebook <laughs> But Facebook is fine, guys. How, you know. how is that <laughs> is it because you feel safer using Facebook because there's like less of a trace whereas Airbnb is officially illegal? Yeah, yeah, no, it, yeah. it's definitely and they can share the data and then if you mm. like earn money and don't pay it's not about you making money illegally, it's about not paying taxes. From them. Yeah, yeah. Then they can get you, and like I heard stories that they like really get you. you yeah, reveal this data. So mm. Airbnb, they tried to, they kind of resist to give this data to German authorities, but they gave like from 2014, 2016. So it's like, it can like get you later. Yeah, yeah, okay, okay. So in five years, they can find you, you know, especially in like there were like problems that people pay less taxes during pandemic, so they yeah. were going after, you know, usually they don't care, but. Yeah, yeah, but yes. If they need money, they would like, okay, where can we get more money? <laughs> and then they'll look into it and they'll be like, ah, yes, you subletted back in 2018, you're done. Um, okay, interesting, because I, you know, I do have my own apartment and subletting it when I go away would be cool. So Facebook's the way to go. Facebook, Facebook groups, yeah. Hmm, you just right. post it, usually it's like half a, half a day. <laughs> Really? Yeah, of course, because have you seen how expensive are hotels? Have you seen how expensive are? No. Uh, it's very expensive. It's very expensive. It's very expensive, especially now after pandemic. It's like Berlin, Air even Airbnb is legal ones, like one hundred euro per night. Probably. Really? Oh, okay. I could. I, I, I mean, do I don't know now the prices, but it grew up. Like I knew it was. I don't know it was sixty euro per night or something. In terms of security, though, I know that this is this is this is so like adults only, like very adult. Okay, we're we're doing we're doing business here. How okay? do you make sure you <laughs> you sublet your room illegally <laughs> to trustworthy people? <laughs> exactly. Well, definitely use Facebook because they have zero. Like you know, what kind of. And they're not going to release your like your messages. You know they can't they can't release your yeah, messages. Yeah, there is no paper trace. There is nothing. There's no like... paper trail, No. Um. So what I wanted to check was like yeah, in terms of making an agreement with the subletter, like could would they you know is like have you always felt secure that they're not going to fuck you over with um, cleaning or anything in your apartment? I mean, you I don't know because you've got a nice apartment, so I trust your experience. Yeah, but also you can feel it from a person. Of course, yeah. if there uh, if there is some guy 
no offense from Balkan countries, writing you in broken German, hey, and Meldung möglich. And on his avatar, he, he, he studied with a gun. <laughs> on his profile picture, it literally was the case. No. <laughs> no, he, he's been like, can I register in your yeah. apartment holding a gun in his profile yes. photo? Oh, oh, gun. God. He's bald and he was a chain, and you can see he's like with some carpet, some like very obnoxious. Balkan Albanian guy Fantastic. who is looking for place. Of course, you don't. You're not no. continuing. You're not replying to him. But there but are. But you'll, you'll share his profile to me so I can meet him at least. <laughs> but there are people who write you, "Hey, my, my parents coming, so we we live here and here." So you can feel immediately mm. that it's like some uh, like decent person, decent people. They should have nice Facebook profile. It's basically like Black Mirror episode. You know, you check them online. <laughs> For sure. <laughs> Online, you you a bit to do research on the yeah. social media, how they look, if this is a real person, what their life is about, and if they look fine, why not? Why not, yeah. Initially, people are much more appreciative of this, even like, I, I know people who burn my kettle, and they replaced my kettle with much better ones. Oh, I should do this just to get better new and appliances. And one guy, one guy left me like a bottle of wine and a, and a candies, sense for a stain, it was so much, because people appreciate you, you give them a discount. Yeah. It's not for, basically, I'm not, you're not, making money it's just I just want to cover to, my rent yeah it's just yeah. to pay the rent while I'm traveling it's yeah. the same kind of I don't make any other money it's yeah. just what goes directly to rent so it's nice for both parts but yeah, yeah you need, need to take a bit of a risk yeah yeah so yeah, this yeah. Is okay. like without this risk without trust yeah yeah I yeah. don't know I felt only always you can trust people and most of the people are fine yeah yeah okay fantastic I'm gonna do this next time I go to Australia for example for the like the comedy festivals I could even do it whilst I go away to Edinburgh are you gonna go and do Edinburgh no unfortunately not I'm going yes Nice. I'm going to Edinburgh! I haven't actually announced run? it. No, I'm not doing a full run. I The thing is, I've still got this corporate job, but um, I don't know what's happening with it, but this corporate job usually means at the start of the month, I only need to go away for like one day, but I go to Munich for one day at the start of the month to do like a, it's basically I film a commercial. I'm like a host on a commercial thing. And so I didn't want to be unavailable for the first two weeks of the month. So I'm doing, and also I've got a lot of shows in Berlin. So I'm just doing the last two weeks of Edinburgh. Nice, which from Laughing, was it Laughing Horse? Uh, yeah, I'm doing Laughing Horse. Which one you um, City Cafe. Nice. 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 But, but this is, it's nice because it's small. Yeah. And it's next to... So the room itself is a bit dodgy because it's in the basement karaoke room. There's three rooms now? Yeah, I think there are three rooms. I've got is the, Las Ve I've got the La Las, Las Vegas. Las Vegas. No, I don't remember which one is it's which. It's Hollywood, Las Vegas. Yeah, but they're all pretty the same. Pretty yeah. similar. Easy to feel. So the laughter will be very... Contagious. Yeah, nice. It gets a bit uh, hot. Hot might yeah. be it depends on the weather, but it's it's good because it's next to Monkey Barrel, okay. which is like a famous comedy club, which yeah. do a lot of shows. So there are a lot of walk-ins you will get through people who don't get to the Monkey Barrel shows. Yeah. So there are always a lot of people, so it's very exactly. easy to feel, and it's like a safe choice to get a cell full room and do shows. The thing is, though, I do have the one a.m. slot. But it's still people. Exactly. Call one a.m. Okay, it's it's a night. At a, yeah. Well, still people can out there. I, I I still think I'll be I, I'll I'll work hard to fill it, and I will be flyering outside. Like I'll probably be doing spots as well, but I will be flyering to like in the sort of hours beforehand to try and fill it. Um, but yeah, I'm excited because I, I wanted that one because it's in the center like of the old town. Uh, yeah, and. I didn't want to be in the new town, and I didn't want to be a bit outside. I wanted to be in the middle of it. No, that's a good location. And it's nighttime good. as well. I need it late at night because my show is called Cream Pie Curious. So it's like it, the other spots were like ten thirty in the morning or midday no, or one p.m. And I was like, I can't, 
I'm not going to get people into my show. Like I could, but I don't. I don't want to be performing my show. Oopsies. At uh, at fucking midday. Like no way, no way. But are you going to go next year? You've done it before. Yeah, I did. But we did one time show last year with mm -hmm. Pablo. This is from Ukraine. Mm -hmm. with love show. No, it was cool. It was fun. But yes, this year I actually I want I wanted to go for the full run. But then I applied a bit later because I was traveling and I wasn't like really lazy to apply in January. Yeah. And I think yeah I didn't get any the first cut and then yeah. he sent me this like leftover, like one a.m. spots and I was like no I'm not doing that because otherwise it's just losing money. Yeah. It's not yeah it's cool but like last year like it was it's pretty expensive to be there so if you don't. Uh, do it smart, mm. you, it's easy. I mean, it's fun to go once, but then next time I don't want to go, they just do, I already saw it. Yeah, you yeah. Know what, and it's, next time you need to go with a strategy yeah, I want to, go to with make a strategy money. To, to yeah. e or at least break even. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So it should be smart, I should have like, or, or you produce two shows, usually yes. this is what people say, that you, uh, you yeah, break so even, or it should be really one well-promoted one show. Yeah. You can do it, but then you need a bigger room, maybe like 40 people. And then make sure that people uh, find you. So yeah, it's it's you need to more. Uh, so I'm not really upset yeah. that much. Even though like I had a cheap accommodation for money, so that was mm. that was nice. But otherwise, no. Next year I will try to to do it properly. Yeah, I mean maybe yeah. I'm I I really wanted to do it because I did the Adelaide Fringe, then the Melbourne Comedy Festival. How was Melbourne? Melbourne was fucking amazing. Yeah, uh, it's good. It's one of the it's, it's, famous ones. Right? It's a solid. It's a solid festival. I next time I'm going to do the full run. Um, no, full run is what it is because yeah, I also yeah. went yeah we went one time show. But yeah, if you're not there for for full run, what are you doing? It's like fun. It's not. I mean, it's still nice. But then full run gives you this experience, and you can craft your hour really work on it, and you can meet people. So it's like you really need. Now I get it. Like you need to be there for a month. Yeah. Way, because it's also a lot of connections on this like reviews or whatever in like it's basically by chance so the more time you're there the more opportunities you have to meet the right people or to get noticed or good to get get something connection if you're there just for like a couple of days it's like it's a bit overwhelming yeah like, it's so much going on. i was there just for the first two weeks of the festival in melbourne and i the venue that i was able to get it was quite difficult getting a venue but now that i've done it once before i think it'll be easier the next time but i did um a thursday friday saturday uh first and second week of the festival so i only did six shows but it was it was because I also in Melbourne like I was also wanting to spend time with family and friends yeah. and um, and so it was you know it's not just going to a festival it's like going to my hometown and so it's you know a lot of that but um, but next time I'm I'm looking forward to doing like a full run I'm not I think that'll be like probably is it also a month this festival yeah really. it's a month um, but I I broke even which is which is great and same with Adelaide Fringe uh, if I don't include the flights. <laughs> No, yeah, because <laughs> the flights to Australia are insane. But um, but yeah, I'm excited to I'm excited to do like 14 shows because in Adelaide I did 12 shows, um, eight eight solos, and I ran a second show which was an open mic. So I did 12 shows in Adelaide, and then just six shows. But I'm excited to do 14 of my hours like in a row at Edinburgh, and that's going to be really nice. like no, it's funny. It's a lot. Yeah, you need to really be dedicated because it's a lot of energy. That's it. Yeah, and I just think like already, I feel like my my solo has gotten to the point where I'm like, it's like I'm so happy with it, and it's exactly like I'm I'm proud of it. Um, but I didn't get the thing was with Mal Melbourne and Adelaide. I had wanted to get good footage, but with filming when you're when you're a self-produced person like. 
I, that that was why I really wanted to go to Edinburgh as well because I didn't get any good footage. Like I, I really like my tripod was too far away. I wasn't using the lapel mics, all of these things. So going to Edinburgh, it'll be a smaller room. The plan is to get a good a good cut of each one of my jokes in my solo so I can then put it up online and then kind of retire it. Mm. And then I start working on my next solo. Yeah, but you can, I mean, you can get probably better footage if you do produce it in Berlin, the show. And you say that it's like special taping. Yeah. <laughs> and people will show up and then you can have the best room, you can choose your room here. Because yes, yeah. that room is like, it's alright, but it won't be as authentic, as good as you would do it in some venues in Berlin, you know what I mean? Maybe, maybe. Let's, I'll, I'll see what I get, but also I am thinking like, if I really wanted to do it well, if I get lucky with some money, then it would be nice to actually like, pay a film crew and and get a really nicely filled room a nice good sort of i'd say like a basement and like film it well where it's like the the laughter will really sh and uh have like two people filming it like actually yeah, get a couple to, of yeah, angles to, but it, yeah it's not i mean it kind of relatively easy to do it adequately good with a low cost yes. you don't need to you just need two cameras just two cameras and that's it right yeah. and then just add it and maybe some intro outro so it's not yeah it's uh, it's very yeah. possible no, it's a good it. idea this is what yeah. you need to do because now i'm like i want to start my solo hour as mm -hmm. well by the end like in autumn i want to take it on the road a bit in europe so yeah that's also the plan to go tour with it mm -hmm, and mm -hmm. do it like enough times and then film it at some point, maybe yeah. even in Berlin, like with Caracas, for example, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm excited to, I think at the end of the year, depending on how I, how I get this footage, I then want to be touring with my solo, but also like whatever city I go to, I book two nights at least, and I do my work in progress, my new solo and my old solo. So um, do two shows in each city that I go to. And uh, excited to do that because I'm excited for, to craft my new solo. But yes, anyway, this is all the comedy admin shit. Mm. Ah, let's talk about sex or drugs or... No, let's not talk about death. You're, so you're married. You've been married for how long? How long? Like almost two years. Yeah, it will be two years. Wow. Next month. Do you guys celebrate your anniversaries? Like, yeah, yeah we do some. I don't know what we did last year, to be honest. But it's not, I mean, it's not that we celebrate. I've... There were a lot of days, it's not that deep. You know, <laughs> <laughs> no, but it, yeah, you know what I mean. It's like it's. it's, it's I thought of I thought of a roast for you in the shower this morning, but it's pretty mean. Can I roast you? Yeah, yeah. Um, <laughs> I've met your wife, and this morning I was in the shower and I thought, she has to be an orphan because no parents would allow her to marry you. <laughs> no, but this is this is your perception of me. <laughs> Like, you know, you cannot be, say that in the video you made to my house and the, you like the apartment and then... <laughs> I think you're a good dude. I think you're a good dude. I think you're a good dude. But yeah, no, she's definitely out of my league. That's, uh, <laughs> that's not even questionable. I think I got lucky a lot. It's so great though. It's so lovely. Like that you guys are married and you're happy together. And like, I just, I just don't see that, that like, I do see that, but... Yeah, you guys, I'm really happy for you that you've got no, a partner thank you. and like... Thank you. No, it, it, was, it, was, uh, it was a luck, I guess, uh, in Berlin it was a luck. How did you meet? By Tinder, it was a Tinder date, no. uh, originally. But yeah, no, it was a, from the beginning, it was a, it was a chemistry and we did like on a first date, we did a lot of drugs together. Aww. And it was, yeah, we just, you know, felt like that, you know, we want to do more drugs. <laughs> <laughs> Together, so the next day, you know, <laughs> sometimes it happens, and then like I just went 
to South Africa and then she came to Berlin and then it started and then she moved to Berlin to, 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 to find a job here and working with and we went through the pandemic together I think on the second year of pandemic we got married so you know that it's, it works when it when you can go through pandemic together yeah totally that's fucking cool but it's I mean it's I don't know I think people take uh, over complicated things Yes, like okay. Find, find the right person to find. No, you, you choose with whom do you want to be and then you work towards it. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's not about like Mr. One or someone perfect or like someone who will fit. No, it's like you know that you're fucked up, you know? It's like about, uh, uh, about making it work and like immediately, okay, I want to be with this person. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, my, my philosophy um, on love. Uh, continues to, to develop and change. Like, you know, it's been... How, how old are you? 32. 32, okay. I'm 36. And I don't know, like, the last the last four years I've... like So, until I was 32, I was pretty much in long-term relationships, after one after another. Like, three years, two years, three years, one year, three years, you know. And uh, the last four years have been you know, me being single and yeah, or, or me dating a lot and learning, changing my perception around things and being in this different culture. And um, yeah, I don't know. I don't know where I stand right now with uh, with love, but like, for example, I don't know, I'm starting to, like, I've gotten very good at just like, I've gotten a lot better at not trying to project or predict the future and just being present and being like, this is good right now. Do I need to like try and understand where it's going? No, it's fine right now. It's good as it is. Like I'm, I'm having fun. Yeah, definitely. But also, it's what's what we want to get from life. You know, it's yeah. about what what's your perspective. Because I know for me, family, it, it is important. You know, it's like I would like to think that it's not, but I would like to have a. You want to have kids? Yeah, a decent family to have kids because I come from dysfunctional family. So yeah. I'd like to have a normal family. You know, and try it for myself because it's easy to say. You know, because I come from dysfunctional, it will never work. Or like you know, like. What do you mean by dysfunctional? How how is your family dysfunctional? No, my my father was uh, my my parents are. D divorced, but father is still around, but he was never there, so it's like my father is, is a loser, kind of, uh -huh, uh -huh, but he's okay. not an alcoholic, he's just a fun guy. <laughs> he's not an alcoholic. No, he's, he's not an alcoholic, he's just a fun guy who likes, who like, you know, who doesn't like to be bothered, who likes okay. to take it easy, you know. So, hold on, he left, your mom left him or he left her, sorry? No, I think she left him at some point, mm -hmm. but it was like back and forth, so it's a lot of drama was like when I was growing up, it was a lot of... Um, now we're all good, we're all like, you know, talking, but I haven't talked to him like, for seven years at some point, you know. Oh, I was wow. like, throwing him out at night, it got pretty messy. <laughs> he tried yeah. to kill me at some point. <laughs> he tried to kill you? I like how you're laughing about that. No, no, he was how like, did, yeah. And you did this, you did a stabbing motion. Yeah, with a knife. <laughs> he tried to stab you. <laughs> at some point, yes, yes, we were like. You guys were fighting we were about fight in the kitchen, yeah, about something. Oh, kitchens are the worst place to fight. Yeah, we should yeah. never fight in the kitchen. Why do we do that? <laughs> he was like, "Yeah, I gave you birth. I will finish you." You know, all this bullshit, like <laughs> oh. Eastern European classic. Paris. Yeah, classic. Yeah. Jesus, and, hold on. But what were you arguing about? Uh, it doesn't matter. <laughs> At this point, I don't remember. Come on, I was Whoa. like maybe fourteen, like you know. But I oh, also, shit. but I was already bigger than him, like physically. So mm -hmm. he, you know, after fourteen, I was, I was pretty. I'm taller than both of my parents, so they couldn't say me shit after because I was, I was yeah. physically stronger than they are. And yeah. you know, as a teenager, you don't want to listen to them and they try to teach you something or like to tell you and you disagree, so it gets heated. Yeah. You know, so yeah, no, it was as. But it, I don't know if it's like dysfunctional by Western standards. 
But yeah. but Fernandez standards is pretty okay, you know. Most of them, <laughs> most of family's friends I know who are growing up, they had some sort of like troubles or that. So it's pretty much pretty standard standard situation. It's yeah. not that like it was something out. Like of, oh my god, I had so much trauma. Oh, like, no, yeah. no, no. It's, I think this is what people do. People are like overcomplicate their. Oh, it's because of my uh, yeah, I blame therapy. No. <laughs> Yeah, like like therapy's good. We all like up to a certain extent, but it shouldn't be like victim. No, victimizing you... yourself that oh yeah, I cannot do this because I had mm-hmm. some troubles. No, man, it's like no, like take responsibility. Okay, you've got these traumas. Look at them. You know, try to heal and then be aware of yeah. how they've affected you and your relationship with relationship making or you know with yourself and then. Move on. Um, yeah, at some point, like when I became self-aware, like around twenty-seven, <laughs> I realized, okay, I'm a little bit fucked up in some in some areas. And mm-hmm. then I called my mom, and I was like, "Mom, you know, you fucked up, apparently." <laughs> <laughs> like I have, like you know, you did, like you fucked up a lot, like big times, you know, because and now I'm like, you know, you didn't provide me like the right education, blah blah blah. And she was like, "What?" Look, there is education and there is self-education. You already grown up a lot by it. I don't want yeah. to hear this bullshit. Yeah, totally, and I, and I right? Like, oh, yeah, she's right. I like, I like your mom. That's... I guess she has a point there. Fuck yeah. There is, and after that, you're like, yeah, whatever. You get this courage, you know? Like, you don't choose. It's like your physics or your, you know, mm-hmm. like your mm-hmm. genetics or anything. And now you need to, and like, people go through much worse. Absolutely, absolutely. Like, and then to focus on this too much, like now you just forgive everyone. You like, you know, now I'm trying to call my dad, send him some money, like hey, like you know. Yeah, be the better, be the person you want to be. Yeah, like okay, yeah. you fucked up, but it doesn't mean that now we don't need to talk or I should, yeah. you know, be somehow like it's not that. Doesn't need to be this punishing. Yeah, you know, it's not the it's not the deep. drama. It's not yeah. the deep. Yeah, I yeah. get it. Life is yeah. hard. You fuck. You know what I mean? Yes, yes, like, yes, yes. I get it, man. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, oh, I get it, like, with, my, with anyone. It's like, mm-hmm. life, life is tough. You know? Life is like, tough, totally. Like, I don't know how I would react if I were on your position. Um, I, yeah, I, uh, so, like, I, like, I am very privileged and I'm very grateful for my existence. Of course, I've got a bit of a dysfunctional family, for sure. Everyone does. And so, but I actually had a dream recently which gave me, like, a lot of perspective because I've been, fo- like, because uh, so my dad, I'm not sure, I don't think, maybe I mentioned this with you. I heard. I pimp my jokes, yeah. Yeah, in your pimp your jokes. Your I pimp my jokes. So, like, um, uh, just for the audience, like, yeah, so this uh, joke uh, writing show that I do, I brought up this whole topic of um, how I have these two dads. I have my stepfather, who's, like, the best and so supportive, and then I have my biological father, who has been a really difficult relationship and who unfriended me on Facebook last year. And so it's because that only happened last year. Like, he wasn't really a big topic for me, but since he's unfriended me, it's big, it's like, boom, it's become this big thing that I've been like looking at and, and processing and feeling sadness about and whatever. But then I had a really good dream. Um, do you, do you write down your dreams? No. No? Sometimes, but I don't have like, I have ordered pretty basic dreams and I know exactly why, I, you know, it's like pretty, like I want to drink and then I become thirsty. You know, it's pretty, pretty physical, man. I don't have this deeper meaning. Like there was You're looking eagle, for a toilet. There was an eagle flying, like a yeah. red eagle. What does it mean? What does okay, okay. red eagle mean? So I don't have this like... Okay. System. I, I want like, okay, I'm like 
saying something in a dream and then I remember that yesterday I was in a conversation and I said, mm -hmm. conversation. You're able no, to piece it together. So, you know. My dreams are often, so I went to therapy from uh, quite a young age, from like 16. My mom um, was like, yeah, I see a therapist. And she was studying psychotherapy. And, um, and through her studies of psychotherapy, she like sort of educated me a lot on different tools and resources. And so from a young age, she kind of, suggested that like dreams are and also my stepdad um kind of encourages this as well that dreams are quite a like a window into your subconscious and they can be they can be as simple or as um complicated with with symbolism as as you like and so actually all through my life i've had pretty like i get very graphic intense dreams that like that are like just super layered with with symbolism and uh, and I get a lot of insight from them. It was actually because of dreams that I moved to Berlin. Um, Did you dream about ketamine? Or... <laughs> <laughs> I was just like like jumping through the snow and like it was going up my nose and I was dancing and everything was colorful. What kind of dream make you move to Berlin? Now I wonder. <laughs> no, they're actually very violent. Uh, one was an alien invasion. And one was um, like a domestic violence uh, situation. And these two dreams, the, what I understood from them were these big signs for me to um, listen to my gut and like not move to Italy and instead move to, to Berlin where I was like feeling very um, inspired and um, yeah, excited by. So anyway, I recently had a dream though. Um, so I keep a, a journal next to my bed to write down my dreams because then as soon as I wake up, I'll write it down, like still asleep. And then maybe like two weeks later, I'll like look and be like, oh, fuck. And then I get this insight from it. But I had this dream. So what you're talking about, of like, it's all, you know, like everything's dysfunctional. Everything's, you know, blah, blah, blah. Yeah, I had this dream um, on the beach. I was really upset that my grandparents had adopted a new child. And I was like, they've just given up on my dad. They've just given up on their son and they've got a new one. And I was super angry in the dream. And I was like kicking the sand on the beach and like... Being and then I sat down and in my dream I was like, oh, it didn't work with the first son. Doesn't mean they can't try again. And, I, and this wave of like, and it was on the beach and stuff. And I had this wave of understanding of like, people can have bad, like bad family relationships, but it doesn't mean, you know, that, that like, yes, they, if they give up, they give up, which is a bummer. But like, they still deserve, like they can still try and have another good relationship with another son or another but another did they do it for real so they failed for the first time they decided let's just adopt, try another one like what no 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 it was just in my dream it doesn't make any sense that my grandparents are all yeah, dead this, like yeah, this, this, this sounds like someone who's a stoned moment when he <laughs> thinks very deep about something yeah. and like yeah that's genius and the next day like eh? but but <laughs> like but yeah but also I, I the reason why one of the reasons i am happy that i stopped smoking weed was because weed i still had some very graphic dreams when I smoked weed, but I would, I would remember my dreams a bit less often and I'd often wake up feeling more hazy than clear on what I've been dreaming about. Yeah, if you smoke yeah. every day, is that what happens? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, so, yeah. No. yeah. But, um, but yeah, so like, I don't know. <sighs> Taking responsibility for your fucked up childhood is... You know what's um, the best? The best is like uh, when you smoke a lot of weed, mm. so then you don't have any dreams. Mm. So I had it once. And then we went to, actually, it was a friend of mine who was here before, went to Myanmar on a trip. That's so random. Okay. I didn't expect yeah. you to take it there. No, no. But then in Myanmar, you cannot get any weed. 
because in it's zero no drugs. Yeah. yeah. Even in Thailand, we were flying from Bangkok, so in Bangkok we were able to get weed. Yes, definitely, right. But in Myanmar, there's no weed, so we didn't have any weed. So you cut your weed, thirty days weed mm -hmm. spree, mm -hmm. like involuntarily, mm -hmm, let's say, mm -hmm. and then instead you start drinking a lot, like mm -hmm. booze, because there is alcohol, so you get drunk every every night, night. and then because. You stop smoking weed, dreams come back, yes. and also alcohol accelerates them mm -hmm. now a lot. So your dreams are very vivid, very yes. like like you have every, without all the time. this, yeah, without like alcohol, have, without like, weed, yes. Yeah, like you have all the time, but then you like really you wake up like oh what the fuck what just happened? So yeah, yeah. guys, if you really want to trip without doing drugs, so this is I mean you need to you need to stop doing you, drugs. What you do is you stop doing drugs and you sleep and so, then and then you get hammered. So this is the way to. Although I don't, yeah, I, I don't drink anymore and um, I've been having, yeah, great dreams. I just killed a bug. Um, no, no, I don't like me and, and wheat and, and, and alcohol. Like I'd like to quit, mm -hmm. but I'd, I'd like to drink sometimes. You know, I'd like to yeah. s allow myself to smoke a joint sometimes. Yeah, my issue is that like I am constantly in the environments where I can. So it just creates too much of a conversation in my head. If I do it sometimes, then I'm always, yeah, like, what there's does always a joint <laughs> and there's always beer and no, there's no, always yeah, wine. You don't want to, to, to do this, but also sometimes you just want, it's nice to smoke. Oh, I because agree. Because I feel like, yeah, it's just even to be, you get burned out pretty quickly. If you like into this sober state of working, 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 or like doing something productive. And yeah. then you like get yourself into this situation where like, I feel, and then you just smoke a joint and apparently it's nice. You just yeah. relax and it's like gives you this like perspective, okay, to s like don't get into this uh, spiraling of one thing or another. So. I agree with you. I, I'm just going now. Um, and I like, I've missed it a little bit. And recently a few people have given me like weed edibles. And so I'm a big fan of it. Like I don't like smoking anything because if I start smoking, then I'll smoke everything. Uh, but like edibles, mm, lovely. Like I was when I was staying in New York in this Airbnb, in this, and I was staying with some like older, liberal U.S. This stereotypical, uh, not hippies, but yeah, very left wing kind of guys. All mm -hmm. organic food, all that stuff. And then at Perfect. some point. Uh, I was having breakfast and I had a sugar craving, so mm -hmm. I found some uh, jam in a fridge. Mm -hmm. Forgetting the words. <laughs> <laughs> I found some jam in a fridge. In a fridge, yeah. <laughs> fridge was a hard one. <laughs> we got it. <laughs> we got it. So and then I eat this jam on the bread and it's not even sweet. And I was like, what the fuck? These fucking hippies don't even put sugar right now in the jam. Like why? It's a fucking scam. And then I realized that I'm getting high. Like sometime later, and in the beginning I was like, "Wow, that's weird!" Like I get high by myself. You know, I thought like <laughs> my body is already can accumulate. I know how like, you hear stories when you do acids, and sometimes your body can recreate this feeling. Yeah. Oh, that's that's cool. I need to remember this moment. Yeah. And then ten minutes later, I realized, no, it's fucking jam. There's some like <laughs> edibles, and like twenty minutes later, I, I can't walk. Like it's a lot. It's, how like, much very jam strong. did you eat? Like two spoons, but it's still very strong. Oh, like weed in. New York right now, I think in the whole US, it's very strong. Yeah. It's like another because also they have this, it's legalized, so it's you legal, can yeah. buy it everywhere, so they have these laboratories and blah, blah, blah. And then I understand, fuck, the day is ruined. It's like 10 <laughs> in the morning. <laughs> this is for my breakfast. I need to cancel all this plans. So luckily I didn't have like any important spots. So I was just, okay, I'm not coming tonight. 
skills and I, I need to get out so I went out and it was a shitty rain weather so yeah. I was like just I need to go six hours to kill somewhere so I was just went to Wall Street and I was like do it sign since so of all, like stone of all the places you decided to go you went to Wall Street like the least relaxing place in the world it was a straight train from my okay it was the easiest train yeah it was right? the easiest okay. train where I know it was like yeah okay okay but after that, I slept a lot. But that was a nice, uh, like, uh, that's so random holiday from God, you know. So yeah, it's like, why yeah. would I take this? Like, but but actually, I was like already burned out. Yeah. And it was seven days just hustling for sports and trying to do, and it's just like uh, gets you. You're very tired. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Did you speak to the people that you were staying with about the about it? Like, I told like, them later. Yeah. And, so and what did they oh, say? Oh yeah, yeah, we have it. Yeah, how much? Yeah, this, this guy was uh, a very nice guy. But he was all. Oh, I don't, I'm not into weed. I'm not. I don't smoke that much. But he always had edibles. He had weed. He had always like gummies. But I said, well, yeah, I took it with my father. I don't like these edibles. How about you finish? You can finish them. I was like, really? I'm not the junkie, man. I'm not. Like, <laughs> You're like, no, 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 no. No, I tried them once, but it's like because you also, I'm there for like with agenda. Yeah. You know, I'm not like I cannot be stoned every day, even though the weed is good and stuff. But like I cannot, I can just can't do it. No, 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 no. So, but weed is fairly good in New York. Yeah, I wanna. I've decided. I've decided two things. I'm gonna probably grow some mushrooms. I'm gonna get a grow kit, and then I'm also gonna, because um, it's so healthy. Like in terms of a drug, mushrooms are, no, and I think they do make you smarter. I think they do make you like more connected. I mean, for to, a while. I think like <laughs> you feel in, smarter in moderation, right? I think you it feel. does it connect with sort of empathy and like the you know like all living beings. I think I think mushrooms are a good drug. And then also I want to start baking or making some edibles or finding edibles. But like, I would like to be able to eat a biscuit on a, you know, on a fucking, on a day that I take off and be able to like sit in the park and enjoy that. Not and, nice. you know, it's you, very you can do it yourself. It's really easy. Just buy two grams of weed and you can, I know people do butter, but I never, I was just find it in a olive oil. Yeah. Or in a... Yes, best I think it's coconut oil. Yes. But I don't think it's like it makes that much difference to be okay, honest. Okay, okay. So you just stir it on a small fire mm -hmm. for like 20 minutes mm -hmm. until it becomes a little bit burned. Mm -hmm, then mm -hmm. you like get rid of the burned buds. Yeah. And then this liquid, it's ready. It's like 40 minutes. It smells a lot. So it's like if you okay, okay. want less smell from your neighbors, probably you should do butter. But butter is like you put it in a fridge overnight. There is a like more, more, compli a, more complex okay. process, but it's... I ideally. prefer the coconut oil anyway. Coconut yeah. oil is very easy. It's like 20 minutes. You, you have it like two grams of weed in it. And then put it in a mixture of, uh, of, of brownie of or brownie, whatever yeah, yeah. you want. Like, okay, this is exactly... I'm gonna bake, baby! <laughs> I'm gonna bake! I'm no, super it's, excited. That's nice. Yeah, are nice. I really like, yeah, because there's nothing wrong. Like, like the thing is, yeah, it's the the smoking. You know, an edible. It's like it comes. It's got a, it's got a very different effect. But then it can fuck you up. And edibles is like longer trip. I like it like longer. joints because yeah, if you want to smoke, I know it. Like I will be stoned for one hour. Yeah. More or less, then I probably will get hungry or something. Yeah. Then I go to sleep, so it doesn't. But mm -hmm. edibles is like you do it. You go to the park. Now I don't yes. have a lot of these days, you know, where yeah. I can like relax for the whole. Oh, I can't. I, but it would be like, for me, it'd be more like it's a commitment to the relaxing. Do you know what I mean? Like if I have the edible, then it'll be like, all right, let's go to the park, eat the edible. And then I know for the next like four hours, I am yeah. chilling. You know, it's, it's, like, it's like a mandatory holiday. It's like, it's like yeah, you, took a, you, you take a, a, a acid. 
Yes, <laughs> exactly. Whatever plans you have, it doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. Exactly. It like, doesn't. There is no way out. It's like you're forced to do massive. Exactly. You're forced to do, to do the strip and it's, you know, if you want to enjoy it or not. Exactly. Exactly. But, no, but mushrooms are good. I think in Berlin there are not many mushrooms. At least like it's harder to find from my experience. Because yeah. acid, like it's nice, but it's like long. It's like 12 hours. You need to commit a lot. And then it's like the come down is longer. Mm -hmm. So it's you really need to commit two days if you want to have a nice acid. A trip. But mushrooms, mm. you can commit one day. You can have five-hour trip and then come or down. Even just a few hours. Yeah, yeah. It's not that. No, long. mushrooms are fun. Are fun. Oh, it's a lot of fun. Yeah, yeah, and yeah. And people microdose in mushrooms. I heard it's really nice. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I used I, to do it. Quite I a tried bit. to microdose on acid, but I didn't. I st you're still high, you know. For me, microdosing is like maybe it wasn't that microdosing. <laughs> okay, I I've microdosed mostly. I've microdosed on acid. Like in my twenties, I did like that took too much. Not too too much, but just like it was very overwhelming. Whereas in my 30s, every time I've taken acid, it's been like, I don't take more. Like a quarter for me is a lot. Yeah, no, quarter can be a lot. A quarter can be a lot. So, so for me, it'd be like maximum an eighth. And then it's but like... But even eighth is not microdose enough. Well, it depends. <laughs> I have bad news because I also was taking eighth and you're like quite high. Oh, you're quite high. Yeah, that's not <laughs> micro, eighth. micro. And then yeah. you cannot really work because once I'm high, I'm like, I want to get more high, you know. <laughs> Why am I a little bit high? Why am I a little like, you know, you, because, yeah, I think it's coming from uh, Eastern Europe, it does to you. We do for the destination, everything is for the, to get fucked up. Yeah, yeah, okay. We don't enjoy alcohol, we don't have the drinking culture. It's like about destination, not a journey. Uh, it's about getting drunk. I think it's, it's the same about... culture like in Finland, in Nordic countries. Yeah, it's about yeah. getting hammered. It was drugs, it's got betting the most high you can get. Okay. If it's just, you know, like the German feels sometimes take a bit of MDMA, just, you know. Just a little bit. It was, and like always, no, man, you don't. Get fucking high. <laughs> look, just get it, fucking high. Yeah, you need to have it with, until you're like fucking sweaty and angry and you're. <laughs> Skull is going like this, and you're like, you need to look back. <laughs> and, and people like look at you. What the fuck with this guy? And until you're in that condition, it doesn't count. Doesn't I'm sorry. <laughs> Never taking drugs unless you've humiliated yourself. Yeah, public. like no, mm. I have some drug stories from. Now I don't do it much. It's like you grow up out of it sometimes. Yeah, especially yeah. in Berlin, like first two years, it's fun. But then what are we doing, guys? <laughs> yeah, I know. I never like I. I've never been pers a person who wants to consume like that. Like I, I'm, I'm way more about just it, like. Uh, accentuating the good things and feeling it and like enjoying the ride as I'm like way more German than that. Like I don't want to get fucked up. I want to be in control, but like enjoying the sort of in control, but like I want to be just in control. It's, it's yeah. quite fun to lose control. <laughs> a little bit. I like occasionally I like to lose control and just be like, wow, this, that was a, like uh, last night I, um, I'd had a good show. I had a decent show and uh, this guy that I'm seeing, we met up and, um, and, you know, I'd had like this week, I haven't, you know, I don't drink anymore, no drugs or anything, but like I did like a, a little bit of Coke and a little bit of Keta on Friday after my show, but then just went straight home. I was like, had some nice chats and then went home. And then last night after my show, you know, super healthy week. And, um, and I cut us up some like, I don't think that was that chunky, but like ended up being a bit of a chunky line of Keta. And like, uh, we went to a bar and by the time we got to the bar, it was like, holy shit, I am so fucking high. And the bar was so overwhelming. Like, it's a bar that I know, like, Foyer Melder, fucking metal music, lots of people. But it was just like, oh, like, like I was rimming the K-hole. Like, it was like, I was really, it was, it was way more high than I thought I was going to be. 
And I was having a great time. <laughs> no, yeah, you know, it's always, you always want to get there. It's like, you think you want to be with, but that when you're there, but like, you, yeah, it's hard to know. But now if yeah. I party, I know exactly what I'm doing. I don't, mm. if I dedicate my, like, my night to go out to the club, I exactly know the diet, the prescriptions, the dosage. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> it's exactly. like you're growing up, you know what you need, you know, I know what to I get need. to the perfect high which you so and I know how to get there and then it's fine while I'm there it's like you have fun for one hour then you go home like it's one hour like maybe more like you know <laughs> but no but actually yeah if you do it I mean it doesn't last that long right no it doesn't last that long it's exactly. like it, it's like an hour experience yeah, if you yeah want it to then be. you can continue or not and no, ketamine is not I like ketamine because it's... I like it because then it's done like yeah, there's no, there's also, no hangover. There's from no... whatever state you are, yeah. you always get... Ketamine is like smoking weed. It's like whatever state you are, when you smoke weed, you are, you're stoned. Yes. And ketamine is the same. Whatever state you are, if you do ketamine, you're like high on ketamine. And yeah. it brings you back to this familiar state you always mm -hmm. get there, you know? Mm -hmm. So it's this guarantee, <laughs> <laughs> which is a feeling. It's like this... <laughs> Proof that you always have a good time. Yes. <laughs> on ketamine, it's always, always. This, even with a shitty ketamine, you know, like it's, yeah. it's still gives, I, I don't know, know about I've only had shitty ketamine in Australia. I Berlin, know. it's always been good. Yeah, it's always good. Yeah, I know. I, yeah, now when I travel, I don't even do drugs anywhere else. Even in US, like weed was good, but like I tried coke, it's not. Really, I would have. I heard that coke in, in the US is better than coke here because not it's a shorter distance to travel. No, no, not anymore. Now there is like Albanian mafias. I was listening to podcasts about it. Now there is a main best drugs come to Europe because there is like Albanian mafia. Two cups and because in the US they like mix it a lot. Everyone wants to make money. Mm -hmm. So they mm -hmm. mix it with fentanyl and all this stuff. At least, I mean, my, my coke in, US, in Europe was from a street. So it's not a good indicator. Yeah, okay. For the street quality, it was decent. Yeah, right? yeah You know, yeah. it's better than taxi in Berlin. But still, it wasn't uh, groundbreaking. Basically, yeah, in yeah, Europe, yeah. you can get now in Berlin, you can get you can get good coke, very good. And you can get very good coke in Berlin. I feel like yeah, no, when people like oh the coke in Berlin, I'm like dude, the coke in Berlin's good. Like it's, it's very good. No, it's, if you don't get it from a taxi, you need to know like a guy. But otherwise, yeah, if you've got a if you've got an actual dealer, yeah. Otherwise, I, I used to have a good dealer in Berlin, a mm -hmm. friend of ours, but then he got to jail. <laughs> Actually, both, no, they were very professional, very nice guys, and he would be this guy, but then, and you know how they got him? How? By his flatmate. So his flatmate was in some, like, uh, search warrant for him, and he was spotted somewhere in Munich, so he was kind of like some criminal. Okay. And then they raided the apartment <laughs> looking for another guy. Fuck. And then my friend had, like, one kilo of drugs going, he wanted to go to a festival or something, it was a summer season, and then they busted him. And in the end, they put him like for half a year to like prison in Berlin, and he spends a half a year. Where was he from? Was he Italian? No, he was like German Romanian. German Romanian. So it's okay. like these German people who live in Romania for some reason. I don't know what's the story behind that, but he was speaking oh, yes, I've heard about Italian. Things. He was speaking German, Russian. He was actually quite talented. Uh, Drug dealer. <laughs> yeah, as far as it gets, you know. No, he was not not good. We even hang out, but then yeah, he got for half a year to jail. Learned German, <laughs> so I actually got you know it benefited him a lot, and then yeah he got made him. some good connections. I'm yeah, sure. Yeah, so got him on probation. So basically, he didn't go to jail for one kilo of drugs. So welcome to Germany. That's great. He, I think he paid like a couple of thousand euros for a lawyer, but then they, they, but they banned him from living in Germany. No, from coming to Friedrichstein particularly. So if, if he's he, not allowed to come he, to Friedrichstein, yeah, he's not allowed to hang out at Friedrichstein. 
specifically and then he he cannot like leave uh, so, so yes there are some restrictions but the funny one is that he cannot just be in Friedrichstein <laughs> <laughs> so if they catch him in Friedrichstein he goes back to jail but he, he can be in other parts of Berlin he can be in Kreuzberg yeah, yeah. he can be in Nokia. yes yes oh my god that is so fucking funny <coughs> that is the funniest restriction Friedrichstein is definitely I don't know I feel like Nokia is also very druggy like I probably take most of my drugs in no, the, in the yeah, no, they can mostly like house parties and everything, but most of the clubs are in Friedrichstein. That's most of the big, yeah, the big yeah. clubs are in Friedrichstein for sure. Um, that is uh, all the like all of the personal drug dealers that I've known have all got ended up in. in no, they all yeah, they all do eventually because they get too comfortable. Too. Get, because yeah. yeah, at some point it's like man, you cannot be too open. You can you need to be still smart about it. So yeah. it's like they get. To kind of feel like if you do want to do it, it's like you need to do it like two years, three years, make money and out. And then stop. Yeah, because otherwise, what's the end game? Yeah, because no. what are you going to do? Become like a yeah, better because drug I dealer know, and a bigger one? No. I know my weed guy was very, very professional. Very, He was studying in Amsterdam to weed, to, to learn how to do it. He was there like... Well, it's like, almost like a legit business. No, it, it's like, it is. In other places it is. It was you very know? good. You come to yeah. him, you get the best product, blah, blah, blah. Mm. But then at some point, like everyone knew where he lives. And at some point you come there, every time there is like a mix, strange new mix of people, mm -hmm. like clients, friends of friends. So it was like an experience. You yeah, go there, cool. you hang out with like some... Oh, that sounds like fun. So you smoke a joint, you like have a small dog. At some point he was like, okay, what do we want, man? He puts you like the CDs, like a jazz or some like some music. Like, <laughs> CDs? No, not CDs, but like vinyl. I don't know how to... Oh, vinyl, fuck yeah. Vinyl, yeah. And like place, no, it was fair enough. But at some point it was like, all, like it's a lot of traffic. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. And like, man, someone will rat you out. Someone will, it cannot be like this. Mm -hmm. Like everyone knows where you live, where you do business. Yeah, neighbors know. Yeah. It's not like, yeah. you think that it's not obvious, but you open the doors, there is a sweet. Of course. And at some point I think, yeah, he got in a bit trouble because he started, stopped replying to texts and at some point he was like, okay, no. I'm out, I'm out. Yeah, don't write here, like blah, blah, blah. So I still, I still. Hmm. So yeah, but yeah, once you know the good guys, it's like, yeah, yeah. it's like, profession for some yeah, people yeah, you know? yeah. people who take it seriously then you get it like I've got, I've got a decent dealer but like yeah just the the recent like i had really good stuff and then the last delivery i got um the coke was definitely cut with speed and it's the first time i've noticed it and i'm like mm -mm, that's not yeah no, that's not okay yeah. like it was really good and now it's like like and it's the first time i'm like oh, fuck Am I gonna have to find a new dealer? Aww. But even yeah, it's, it also depends on the batch because it's in the You same. reckon? Okay, so you're giving yeah. the benefit of the doubt. So yeah, the same guys they, they get it from different batches. So it's like if you even have the same dealer, he has his own sources differently, mm -hmm, right? Mm -hmm. So it's what he gets. It's mm -hmm. not about. I mean, it depends on what level. But I'll try it once more. We'll see. <laughs> <laughs> and no, then if it, if it doesn't improve, then so I'll be changing the Yeah, you need to know a guy once you're at a certain age. Yeah. And I feel like you yeah. need to. <laughs> yeah, yeah, you don't yeah. do like shitty, like unquality drugs. Why would you? No, exactly. Like, like I don't I'm... want to see any plate and speed in my life. <laughs> I do not want to. If I see line of speed on a fucking <laughs> the white plate, it's like for me, this is like rock bottom. If I Absolutely. Once again in this apartment, it usually looks like this. It looks exactly more, like this. More like messy, and there is some food and sand. And, and let's be honest, there's usually two plates. <laughs> <laughs> yes, there are like a lot of plates, and then like people and you're like, I don't want to be there. I don't, don't want to be there. I'm like, guys, no, without me, like. And I feel like, no, well, but like, I think once you're in Berlin long enough, all these people, they move out at some point, they understand. <laughs> you reckon not, they move out? Yeah, I, I lost a lot of drug friends. They just disappear from your life at some point. I stopped contacting them. I, the, the dirty drug friends that I, you know, that are just bad news, I have like intentionally disconnected from. 
Yeah, no, but uh, also yeah. I feel like I, yeah, I also, since I also started doing comedy, so I just don't have time for no. this. But also, yeah, you don't seek for it. And then some people leave, I don't know. It's like, yeah, 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 yeah. No, it's good. The natural uh, ecosystem of Berlin flushing out the the, the yeah. waste. But I don't know, well, yesterday we went to party, it's the same, I don't know, these people come from somewhere, you know, like, it's like this, there is a new generation of junkies hanging oh, yeah. out, parties, oh, yeah. I don't know, they have their Berlin experience and mm -hmm. it feels, yeah, that makes sense, you know. Yeah, yeah, I'm very, yeah, I like, I, I still like going out, I think I, I want to reduce it, I've been going out maybe once a week, like, partying a bit, once a week, but, yeah, now I want to, oh! It's almost time for the show. I oh, was it the show? Nice. Yes. Nice, uh, yes, quick. we're recording at the Wall Comedy Club today, back at the Wall, and got the after-party comedy happening at uh, 5.30 p.m. But, um, but yeah, do you want to talk anything? We've talked drugs, which is good. We talked families. Do we want to talk anything sexual? Is there anything in the sexual realm that you would want to talk about? Me? Not really. I don't know what... what, what uh, I think Everson uh, was already said, you know? Have you, ever, have you encountered any, like, really weird kinks? Because I heard recently that someone had an eyeball fetish where they liked their eyeballs being licked. Eyeballs being licked? Have no, you heard of that before? No, I don't have any weird fetishes. And I don't know anyone with a weird fetish. No, no, no. Mm -hmm. I don't know, yeah, it's like, I, I don't know, why do you need it? Like, I think if it's Why sex, do you need you it? No, if it's sex, sex is good by itself. It's enough, you have boobs, you have ass, you have, you know, like, mm -hmm. like traditional body parts. It's, traditional body parts. <laughs> it's enough, you know, to get me aroused and <laughs> get me going. Like, Fair I don't enough. need, like, to lick my, you know, like, uh, my armpits and I don't want anyone. No armpit fetish for you? No, no, maybe a bit of foot fetish, but it's not... Interesting. So, you all the things normal and then you're like, maybe a bit of foot. No, but foot is also normal. I feel like it's it doesn't come across the weird anymore. It's like, but it's not, like, fetish. It's what like, is normal? I can, I can do it, you know, but it's not that, like... So, I would you like to, like, lick feet? You like to suck toes? What do you like? No, no, maybe like, you know, like a foot, a foot job, between. <laughs> a foot job, foot job, foot job, yeah, foot job, yeah. yeah, foot why, why not, yeah. a foot job, yeah, I've given a foot job, a foot job, it's yeah, like, it's something new, you know, I'm not sure if I've given a foot job to completion though, like I think I've, I've done a foot job and then yeah, like, just it rub your, rub else. your penis against the foot, I rub my penis <laughs> against the foot, yeah, yes. exactly, this is how you do it, and you're done, for, you don't need to do it for a long time, then you move, move then to you a, move to a hole, move to, yeah, to something normal, you don't need to, like, just like, once you're on a way, you can make a pause, you know, and like, Pay some attention to food. Or to the feet, okay. To feet or to, to anything else. Have you been asked to do anything particularly weird in your sex career? No, not really. Really? No, but what is it? I was asked to be fucked in the ass with a strap on, but I always said no to it. You said no to it? There's but, no judgment if you took it, you know? It's no, a, no, no judgment, homo. but it's always, I don't think girls are serious about it. Your girls are always like, ah, like, I would like to do it, but do you? I did it. I finally did it. You did? I did it, yeah. I've, I've, it's been on my list to do for, it was on my list to do for quite a while. Like Who I was, did you fight? Um, a guy in Australia. In Australia, shout of out course. To, shout out to you know who in Australia. He may or may not be listening. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, it was a fun date. You keep reaching for the, your beer. Do you want to drink your friend's beer? Yeah, okay. Yeah, I forgot yeah. that. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I, I hope that it will get full. Magically. Yeah, you keep, you keep checking your and beer. Now, and now we got actually full magically. So. Yeah, man, look at that. <laughs> look at that. See what happened? Teamwork um, makes the dream work. Yeah, <laughs> teamwork makes the dream work. 
but um but yeah he uh he and i had like a really playful fun like uh date until you put a strap on it's happening well we were both were like let's do stuff we've never done before and uh and i was like well i've never fucked someone up the ass before yeah and um foster <laughs> was just coming in at the perfect time and i was like yeah i've never fucked anyone up the ass before i've never pegged anyone and he was like well, tonight can be the night. And I was like, all right. And then, um, and then he was like, well, what, like, what, what should, you know, what should I do? Like, what should we do for my thing? And I was like, I don't know. So anyway, what his thing ended up being was he, I sucked his dick whilst I peed on the toilet. He'd never done that before. So it was your idea or his idea? I don't know <laughs> how. Like you, are, you, you are the one who like, enjoying yourself right <laughs> i don't know i was just peeing that's was, like random like it doesn't really <laughs> i think no, we were fucking around yeah, and then i was like wanted just to go to a toilet but the yes. dick was so good like <laughs> yeah 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 i was like i need to pee he's like well how about i you you have me in your mouth while you pee and i was like sure if you want to do that and so we like go to the bathroom and I sit down and then i was like when do you want me to start peeing and he's like <laughs> I don't know. I couldn't. And then we joked about him peeing in my mouth, but that we didn't do that. Um, but then, yeah, but then, um, then later he pulled out the strap on. He's like, you want to do it? And I was like, yeah, let's do it. And so we did all like we tried all. It was very hard to do it. It was not easy. No, but this is what because man asshole is very, very important part of the body. And like, I feel like very few women know how to act with it or how to deal with it because if you do it right it's the most enjoyable thing in the world and that's why gay people so like sex that is such an interesting way of saying no that. but it is it is because man, man, amazing. Man, but also for men it's even the better prostate. because men yeah prostate is in the asshole and then if you look stimulated correctly that's that's uh, that's very nice you know i had once once skillful girlfriend who could do it mm -hmm. and then it was like the best yeah but otherwise it's just awkward i think it for the girls it's the same you need to really like come take it with care yeah you, you need know. to the asshole's a very sensitive doing. space yeah, so, yeah, yeah yeah unless you don't have this experience i feel like i wouldn't try i wouldn't trust my asshole just anyone you know i would need to be very confident you, you would need to show your skill before <laughs> in, different, yeah. in different areas yes. so i like okay she knows what she's doing well you're gonna start with a bit of rimming i think you need to you need to put the mouth there you need to play around a little bit with your hands be gentle short fingernails are important uh, a lot of lube is important but yeah the the positioning for the um the strap on was a bit tricky so it was like we started um like missionary where he was lying down and he had his legs up because i wanted to fuck him i wanted to fuck i feel like <laughs> like this dude like, like yoga pose like fucking no, no, like, he's, like ship you know like <laughs> like, like um like missionary missionary i'm the dude and i'm fucking him and he's lying down and where is his penis? On your belly? His penis is on his belly, and I'm okay. fucking him here, right. and I'm on top of him. Okay, but nuts are not balls. Are not no, that moves up. Well, that's why he has to put the, the knees up, right? That's very feminine. It's, exactly. I was like, I want to fuck you in the most vulnerable position ever. But it was really hard. The 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 maneuver, like the um the angle, yeah, getting exactly. the strap on it was now really you, hard. I understand. You can t relate to men. And yes. Emphasize with men. Yes, it's exactly. Not that easy. It's not that easy. And so then I was like, all right, get up. Um, you need to like uh on your knees on the on the bed. I'll be on the like on the edge of the bed, and I'll fuck you from behind. 
got in for a little bit, didn't didn't last long, and then eventually um, he was like, "Look, you lie down, and I'll ride you." And I was like, "What? I'm gonna be like the floor, and this is the the plug-in penis?" And he was like, "Yeah." And so I I was the floor, and he sat on me, and he rode me, and that's how we ended it. Nice. Yeah, he yeah. enjoyed it. Or he enjoyed it. He enjoyed it. Yes. And then there was like penis play as well. But um, yeah, it was fun. But we need to wrap the podcast up, so we're gonna wrap it up there. <laughs> Yeah, let's try to dive it. So, so you I, still haven't had, had uh, you haven't had sex with a strap-on penis? No. Okay, right. No, maybe one day. I'm not, right. and I'm not, I'm open for opportunities. Whatever yeah. comes. <laughs> whatever <laughs> comes. Whatever, if someone is listening after this podcast, let's see what happens. <laughs> You're married. Um, <laughs> all right, where can people find you? Dima Watermelon. Dima Watermelon. Yeah, on all social media. So just uh, together, right together. It's Instagram. So yeah, just... Yeah, if you want to hear more about uh, anything. Anything. <laughs> anything. I can talk about anything, guys. Yeah, so, and probably yeah. a good focus on Ukraine at the moment still. Yeah, not anymore. People, no. people are over it. Like, people are over it. Yeah, yeah, no, but I get it. Like, it's like too much. So you need to bring it like in non-interesting mm. way. Because we were doing this like from Ukraine with last show. And then you can feel like with every month, uh, it's energy. harder and harder to market it. And yeah. like, less and less people come. And then you just at some point, people don't want... It's been a new cycle for one year. It's yeah. enough. Yeah, most yeah, of people. Yeah. I mean, it's still like people still care. People. It's just people want to switch in something else. They yeah. don't want to hear about every day. You know. So. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But as of us, yeah, like support Ukraine guys. You know, just donate to our army. Well, fuck Russia. Yes. With a strap on. <laughs> with a strap on. Fuck Russia with a strap on. That's the name of the podcast episode. Amazing. All right. That's been Adults Only Comedy Berlin. Um, AF Barros everywhere. Thank you so much, guys. See you in Edinburgh, although I'll be doing podcast episodes before then. Thanks so much. Goodbye. Goodbye.